when will I a again? You see, I long for the day when the aim of the day is to a again in the clubs. Turn my headphones. I feel like the hard knocks life intro. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> is that better? Yeah. All right. It's um, a hard knock. It's the head knock? It's a head knock life. Is that how they say it in uh For me. In your in your house, that's how they say ad knock life. In my house. In your house. In the club. In the clubs. What's <laughs> <laughs> good? Cool. Oh man. First of all, yes. welcome y'all to episode sixty seven. Why of did you just turn into a southern grandmother? Welcome y'all. <laughs> How y'all doing? Hooray. It's your boy Toon Lee. I just want to let y'all know we want to welcome y'all to episode six to seven. All right, you sound like you make good like sweet tea and lemonade. Oh, you mix. already know I'm about that life, shouty. You know right. I be making that sweet tea and that I lemonade. Yeah, I can see that. You know I can what I'm see saying? With the sandals on the grill oh, and all that. You know I also like them African drums. I don't know what they be calling them, but sometimes mm. they be sound like this. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep, we are here. What's going on? Welcome back, bro. Thank you so much. Uh, do the people know you traveled? Oh, well, that's not what I wanted to do. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know. He this doesn't man know is drunk. <laughs> drunk. Drunk on a Sunday afternoon. I, did you? You went to brunch before this? <laughs> <laughs> Mimosa and Al? Mimosa. Uh, shout out to Musa. Yeah. Let's see what you do there. Um... Yo, it's it's definitely it's been a minute. Um, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be in the streets, mm. figuratively. Where were you at? Uh, in my father's house. No, I'm just kidding. I in my went father's land. Yo, I just realized before I answer that question, I just realized you have the flyest sneakers. Oh god! I just <laughs> I didn't <laughs> realize you were on your camera on today. Don't do this. I'm an uptown guy, so you know pink is. Uh, go. Breast cancer awareness month. Yeah, all the time. Is it breast cancer awareness month? We always uh, wear a I respect that. Shout out to everyone with breasts. <laughs> I so mean, everybody. Everyone. Shout everybody out to everyone with a breast. Shout out to you. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to be aware, you know, because of the month. Um, yes. So I did a slight excursion. Right. Um, so where, where, where were you gallivanting yes. in? Uh, you know, he had some meetings in the, on the continent. Okay, oh, so you were in the continent. You know, we, you know, shouts to my South Africans. Oh, you were with the Southies. You know, we had some some Joburg, Cape Town biz. Oh. You know, I didn't get to Durban this time, but we gonna do that. No, we so do that you were gallivanting with the Southie babes. You know, there was some there was important important matters that needed to be addressed with people's facts okay. um and were then they addressed they were 100 percent addressed good to know we thank god for his johnny melzies mm. um but the one gripe i did have is the last time i went to south africa we flew south african you airways you griped who nobody was griped oh um the <laughs> gripes that i had oh uh you know shout outs to what um <laughs> shout outs to what <laughs> the last time i flew to south africa we flew south african airways okay this time around though i learned that during the pandemic for well for reasons that africans know uh money was misused stunned mm. so stunned. during the pandemic when they were trying to ask for a bailout the government of south africa was like <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you don't know why it's going on <laughs> so yeah they were they were left hanging and um 
I was forced to fly. I don't even remember what airline I flew there, but it was it was distasteful. It wasn't a it wasn't a pleasurable experience. But you yeah. know, was we, it a short flight? At least it was a the grand total journey. The route was twenty two hours. What? Wow! Within how oh, many God. countries? Uh, we it was one stop. So on the way there, uh, I stopped over in Dubai. Okay. And then from Dubai went to Joburg. Gotcha. And then on the way back, uh, stopped over in Doha, and then stopped over in Paris, and then back to New York. So it was it was it was quite a journey. Happy to be back. Basically. Happy to be back. Oh, but also oh while I was gosh. there, we went to we participated in the NBA Africa stuff. Nice with, with Cole nice. and them. Oh, you saw um, the Jermaine. Jermaine, let's get Jermaine. Cole, yeah, Jermaine. Um, yeah, it was Dream interesting. Dreamville's finest. Yeah, you know, living out his dream. Shout outs to the NBA squad that that made, you know made sure we were comfortable when we were out there in Kigali, Rwanda. Oh yes, big up to our homie too, who's out there DJing and then dealing po- with everything. Poison Ivy. Like, so the funny thing happy is, belated happy poison belated poison. Happy belated, belated Ivy. She was dropping them flicks on the ground. Baby Sir, girl was flexing. She was looking we are very tantalizing. We're proud of you, Ivy. Doing your thing. So I missed Ivy by a hair. Basically, the the one game that we had coordinated to link up at because there was different DJs for different ga- different games. But gotcha. she was the head of, uh, from what I understand, she's the head of music the for whole, the entire the thing. thing. Yeah. But the games that I went to um, that like Cole was involved in, um, she wasn't there the second game I went to. Gotcha. And oh, you were the, the first one was the one where he played uh, the Rivers team, right? Correct. Gotcha. Basically, we were supposed to link with Ivy, but the timing of us connecting it was, it, it was wild. So I waited for like, well, the first game we went to was cool, but then when it ended, they basically cleared everyone out of the stadium. They were like, oh, we don't need to, you don't need to go home. We need to get out of here. Right now. That was it. Jesus is lost. So um, they did uh, clear us out. And then Ivy and her people came, came in. And she was like, where are you? Today? I was like, sorry, you. <laughs> We've been cleared out. We've been cleared out. So now, nah, yeah, but um, shout out to Cole. Obviously living out his dreams. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy he was able to find somewhere to ball at, you know. <laughs> B-A-L. Um, well done. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. And obviously he dropped a dope uh, body of work with his last album. Mm-hmm. So we've been enjoying that one too. Uh, it's true, Sha. That's dope. You know, he gets to do the things he's been interested in doing. I'm sure he's been working out and all that shit. Mm. Um, obviously the B-A-L is a sub league compared to the NBA and a lot of the European leagues out there. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he's in competition that fits what he can do his skill set and he's doing his thing you know i um i hope obviously he's gonna bring attention to it he's i'm not saying he's the best in his team or is the number one option but he's bringing attention to that league as well which is something that helps because i'm pretty sure if cole is in in that then we might not even be discussing it as much as we this are, is true know? yeah this is true so. and you raise a great point but there was also there was some player that was on another team that was hating on cole no he should he should hate on cole um i'm sure he knows <laughs> somebody that he feels is better than cole mm-hmm. but that's not how life works right life is we know life is half what you know and the other half who you know true and um, Cole put a lot of work in into music and has made relationships that leads to him now playing in the BAL. Mm-hmm. And 
that brings attention to the BAL. Nobody would be interviewing said guy about any other player if Cole wasn't playing. This you is know? true. And his quotes wouldn't be making rounds around the continent and in the United States or wherever else if Cole wasn't playing. It's how it goes. You know, sometimes people are there for the skill set. Sometimes people are there to bring attention to what's going on. This and is a fact. Not saying Cole sucks. It's not like he can't make a bucket, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he's going to bring attention to what's going on. And your mans that you think he's taking a roster spot for should get better. Yep. Take it from somebody else. He ain't going to take it from Cole. And, you know, Bao used to play in the NBA, so he would know these things. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you speak of. I mean, you know, he used to play for the Pelicans. Oh, wow. Is that that an actual team? Yes. See, you know, I would just make it. You've made us all proud. You've you've tried. Yo, see, when you guess. Zion is on the Pelicans. Look at that. Yahoo. Williamson. Yeah. See? Look at that. Yo, I paid attention. Hey fam, you could I did. be you could be next announcer. That's wild. Uh okay, shout outs to Ivy again. Shout outs to Cole. Oh, so Cole and I left the same day because, oh. you know, I'm not gonna That was it for him? I think uh he had some things he had to handle Music back home and I had to go to uh the next destination, well, which uh, yeah, was important. To all of them because uh, Ivy doing her thing in the continent, her team, the Mavericks are doing good in uh Playoffs currently, you know, and you know, Cole is out here living out his dreamville. But <laughs> well I'm done. here all day, folks. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? I'm very proud of you. Shout out to Lil Dang, um, Pops. Oh yes, TJ from Twitter. Of course, of course. Uh, there was a, a few cats. I, I can't remember all the all the names now, but shout out to everybody that made sure we were we were sorted when we when we were on ground. Um, okay, so we covered BAL. Next on the uh, the thing, hashtag free Palestine. Yes. Period. Fuck white settler colonialism of any yes. sort. Yes. Take that as you and may. All erasure of any land from the locals. Fuck all that. Yeah, we not we not with that white settler colonialism. We just not. Yes. Um, and it ain't religion either. But you know. Yeah. Anybody that tries to conflate that with um, anti-Semitism is an idiot because uh, Palestinians are Semites as well. Know your history. Can't be anti You can't be an anti-Semite if you're discussing um, Palestinian it's just and Israeli politics. What, um, what's know what, happening, though? Know what words mean before you start accusing people of things just to, to agenda your agenda. Drop multiple. I'm not with that. Oh yeah, we can't even say drop bombs on this topic. <laughs> Let's just move on. But yeah, free Fall Palestine. Oh, heavily, heavily Fall on that way. Oh my goodness. Shout out to everybody that's um, speaking on it, um, protesting, um, helping out whichever way, creating homes for the refugees, you know, escaping what's going on there. Mm. Uh, it's a whole front that, you know, there's a whole front of people needed to. So not just bring the news out there, but also to help those that they can help. A lot of people have have, have had to leave that land, you mm-hmm. know, and look for greener pastures and people housing, mm-hmm. um, sponsoring, you know, whatever it is. Shout out to every single person helping the Palestine continue, you know, just, just being around because it feels like they're trying to erase the whole damn. I mean, no, that's 100% what they're trying to do. And um, I, I do appreciate that people who may not be as versed in what we're talking about you know celebrities and so forth are speaking up on it but as someone who's actually also not speaking up 
without yeah. researching correct. as well. Because it takes both. Because there's a lot of people that jump to it and be like, well, now that I know. Correct. This yeah, is a so. great point. There's a lot of people that are also speaking up because maybe, you know, they're feeling pressure from their friends, but they're not versed enough to really understand what they're talking about. So mm -hmm. this is addressed to them too. I grew up with Palestinians. I grew up with Israelis. I grew up with American mm -hmm. descendants of both sides. So I, I, you know, I studied this stuff in uni. So this is not, this is not a topic that I'm not familiar with. Uh, I, I, I've seen a lot of people spreading misinformation about what's happening because mm -hmm. they're not fully aware of what's happening, but yep. they're being coerced yep. by yep. Zionists, et cetera, to, to advance their agendas. But, um, just because you're addressing what's happening in Palestine and, um, and Israel does not mean that you are anti-Jew. It doesn't mean that you are anti-Semite. It could mean you're anti-Zionist, which is a completely different ideal. It's like extremist, racist uh, sect of the people that live in Israel that are advancing anti-Palestinian, anti-Arab agendas which are problematic and are further displacing I Palestinians think, from I that land. I think a good way to put it would be like, let's say you see how the U.S. has all this southern space mm -hmm. that used to belong to Mexico. Mm -hmm. If they continued to try to take more land from Mexico, even Canada, mm -hmm. and you speak against that, you're not anti-American. Correct. You know, for saying, okay, this is way past enough. Correct. Of what you have and the people that are in this land deserve to be there, mm. deserve to be at peace and not worry about bombs, even if you're telling them, oh, there's a bomb coming. Mm. It doesn't make it right. But even even know? more than that, it's like Native Americans. Whenever they talk about pipelines and, and uh, you know, oil companies that are trying to displace Native Americans from their land, yes, it doesn't happening. make you anti-American to, to recognize... And it'd be businesses, so now they make it look like it's just transactions. Correct. And no, it doesn't and that's also happening. Is you're not anti-capitalism for being for being against a company growing bigger. Correct. You know? That's also happening in it, the same thing that we're talking about now is what's happening in Palestine. A lot of the regions too. There are businesses, Israeli-owned businesses, that are actually fronting for the Israeli government to displace Palestinians from their land. So mm -hmm. look up things like Jaffa. Um, you know, those are places where. You know, it's not Israel on paper that is doing the displacing, but it's Israeli-owned businesses that are working on behalf of their government to displace Palestinian people from their land. So please do your research before you regurgitate things that people with uh, invested interest, vested interest in advancing the Zionist agenda are projecting onto people that are ignorant on these topics because uh, we are not those people. So shout-outs to everybody involved that are trying to advance... Um, uh, peace and fairness and justice in that region. Yes. Um, shout out to everybody that's oppressing, Equality. that is opposing white settler colonialism. I also heard that they're trying to get uh, Benjamin Netanyahu out of the paint because he agreed to a ceasefire. He was gonna be out no, no, they're trying. Already. There are, from what, I, from what I'm understanding, there is an agenda to remove him so they could put another white supremacist oh, in yeah. Israel so that they can further the agenda to displace. It'd be crazy, right? Because it's like, <clears throat> you're like, yeah, we need a change here. And sometimes the change yeah. is worse than what, what was. You I know? mean, it would be a lot of times the people that come in after them are tutored and trained yeah, by their predecessor. And this, like sometimes predecessor themselves understands the politics of it, mm -hmm. but the person they train has just been coached into one thing and doesn't even have humanity, you know, doesn't see humanity on the other side. So it's, it's always scary to 
see what comes next. But um, I'm very happy people are speaking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the U.S. government is backing this thing crazy. Oh, 100%. So, both the thing is they're backing both sides. So it's, it's, it's again, it's America yeah, being well, America. When, when you're backing both sides and one side has this much weapon and the other side doesn't, uh-huh. you're really backing one side. Yeah, this is, this is true. If, and you know why that's happening. Again, like they're, they're funding one side because, on the other hand, one side is promising them, hey, if you help us, we will give you defense systems. We'll help you prepare for whatever, whatever impending yeah. doom, whatever. We will help you create these uh, technologies and systems to prevent calamity in America. On the other side, they're also funding the insurgencies or the, the opposing groups that are trying to defend themselves from the people that are trying to impose manifest destiny and displacement. So they're literally helping both sides. It's kind of like how America always does things, you know? Right. Yeah. And then once uh, 20, 30 years from now, we, we get the food just and we're not allowed to talk about it in school. Yeah. That's, that's really it's unfortunate. People are dying on both sides. It shouldn't be that way. And, and really what needs to happen is, you know, the, things need to be addressed the, you know, transparently, not not to advance an agenda to displace people just because they said, oh, we like this place in, on the map. We want it. It's ours. Like, that's literally what is happening. Right. There is a history, obviously, of both both groups of people having history with the land, but not like this. Mm. Not like this. Not with one side wiping the other side out and just completely taking everything because they're holy grounds. So, mm. so it's... It's a little more complicated than they make it seem. So yeah, we're also not advocating for any. Uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of Jewish people that I know have been uh, uh, abused and then personally uh, um, have gone through some hate because of everything yeah, going not, on. That's definitely not yeah. what we're going to. It's we're, we're that's this segment is literally just free Palestine. That's it, free that's Palestine. It. We're not advocating for people to. Uh, be disrespectful or or please, express please uh, hate or or violence. We have so towards much love for the Jewish community. We have friends in the Jewish community, um, and we support the Jewish community. We support well. the Jewish community. We do yeah. not support Zionists. That's Easy. there's a difference. Easy. Quick maths. Quick maths. Free Palestine. Uh, advocating for peace on all sides. Um, and, and definitely that. anti anything that has to do with attacking Jewish people or. Bringing down Jewish people and the anti-Semit. We are not with that well, at all. You know what's the crazy thing is? My Jewish friends okay. are the ones that help me really understand what's happening in Palestine because they're not Zionists, right? They understand, look, at the end of the day, we represent a people that used uh, manipulative tactics to expand their presence in a place. You know, they, they went off the, the, the kindness of the people that they were trying to displace. Essentially what the British and the French and the Portuguese did and the Germans and the Belgians and the the uh, Swedes did in Africa. Literally, it's, oh, we are coming in peace. We want to help you guys. We want to bring alcohol and schnapps and we want to bring you, a, 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 what's it called, gold or, or whatever. We want to help you guys uh, uh, develop a government and bring your religion, etc. So and then they were like, oh, so but we are also going to bring you the flu, uh, disease, hmm. uh, smallpox, and, um, and we're going to take away your culture, your religions, and also your people. We're just going to just do small slavery but these are people you you captured not, in war so you don't not, need them too crazy nothing crazy and then 400 years later they're like what do you mean reparations you don't need reparations we didn't do anything to you um so yes similar story so it's nothing we haven't seen before so again fuck um white settler colonialism and free palestine
Next topic, Joe Budden pod split. Mm. So I'm sorry, I, uh, obviously you have more relationships to parties involved in the splits. Yeah, you know, you know. So um, you can, I guess, you could do the U.S. government thing. <laughs> support, no, no, no. I mean, it's look. Both sides. Shout out to Rory and Maul. Okay. Uh, I'm Team Rory and Maul all day. I, having worked with both, both parties over the years, I, if 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 they're saying that. There wasn't transparent. Excuse me. If they're saying there wasn't transparency and accountability mm-hmm. uh, when it came to the books, uh, as it pertains to their their business dealings with uh, Mr. Budden, then I believe them because they've always shown me to be pretty stand up, transparent people. Listen, man. I put it like this: If anybody's saying something bad about Joe Budden, <laughs> I believe it. I'm sorry. You know, we're both Virgo men and I've, you know, in the beginning I root for my fellow Virgo men mm-hmm. out there, you know, you know, we, we preach logic, we try yeah. to take emotion out of certain decision making. Yeah. And we thought there was peace still, and harmony. We're yeah. still, emo- you know, we're sensitive beings, but we're not emotional without thinking. So it's like, okay, cool. There's this guy doing this thing. But, um, not even this year, like years ago, there's been random, this woman said this about Joe Budden. This has happened between, you know, Joe Budden and a uh, previous partner or fiance, this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man's is a scumbag, like legit a scumbag. Mm-hmm. So um, I followed a while back, uh, stopped really listening. You know, obviously shit going to pop up on my timeline because, you know, there are people who listen and I'll click here and there. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's an interesting view. Yeah. But I was never invested in it anymore once I saw the way he was moving. And... Rory and Maul chose to do business with that man. So that's also on them, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, I feel like if you grew up in an African home, your parents at some point told you, be careful, though. That thing that this person is doing to somebody else, they will soon do it to you. Correct. You know? You know if somebody, you judge them by the character. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, don't think you're special when it comes to situations like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. Like I've always just felt he wasn't somebody you build with. It mm-hmm. wasn't somebody that has your back. He was somebody out for himself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, somebody had asked me about it. So I actually listened to Rory and Miles YouTube post where mm-hmm. they spoke about the whole thing. Yeah. And it fits. It fits what I assumed was happening where it's just like two guys happy to work with their guy, you know, build yeah, trying something to help them build together. Something. Absolutely. Um, and him being in uh hemisphere he didn't think he would reach mm. obviously not with music you know he was that one hit guy that wanted more yeah very talented mm-hmm. and i'm sure it haunts him because you're like i rap better than this guy and that guy and that guy and they're doing whatever they're doing mm. and we go from one genre to another so we're going to mumble and you're like bro <laughs> i am better than all of this going on and you know you just can't really break through on what you're doing and then you get into podcasting yeah and now you're the man, mm-hmm. you know, top three, I'm guessing, in hip-hop podcasts. Yeah. If not, yeah, well, arguably, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you're doing the mandem. The mandem are happy to do it with you. You're doing tours. You know, you, you're that guy. You know, you go from the pool uh, pool party guy, because at some point he was the pool party guy on Twitter. Yeah, he no was the pool party king. Yeah, he's no longer music person, but you got women around you. Guys want to be involved, so you're the plug for that. And now mm-hmm. you're the podcast guy. 
uh, everybody wants you to discuss any topic because it's going to be favorable to their brand. Yeah. But the guys are just happy to do it with you because they see you as their brother, you mm-hmm. know. But at some point, you're going to be yourself. And that's what came to be. Like, And there's always the, oh, you guys don't know what we're doing. Da, da, da. I've been doing business with my people for over a decade. Yep. And um, your character you can ask the character you can ask any of them Uh they eat first like because i'm very very confident in my ability to hustle and pay my bills so they're gonna eat we all gonna eat any of them any of them whoever it is i could call somebody i worked with 10 years ago yo i need you to do this it's gonna get done because Uh of our history and how we move yeah so and that's what Joe had in those two gentlemen in rory and mild they were ready to rock whichever way it goes but it gets to a point where you could only squeeze so much out of somebody. and But I don't feel bad for them. I'm sorry. Because him as, like, I'm not even close to Joe. And it's like, shit I hear is bothersome. Mm. Just from the timeline and all that. 100%. You know? So, yes, you can you can be like, oh, damn, this is not my guy. But you speak to somebody and they give you the insights and certain things or excuses. And you should be a little wary. And they weren't. And they got birth. But, um... I wish them luck, you know. Obviously, they don't look like they are cut from the same cloth as Joe, but it's 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 a little tricky. Yeah, man, and it's a little um, tricky. You know, like I said, I I I'm not aware if uh, Joe and Maul are going to start a new podcast, but they did do a trailer. They put a trailer out that was really hilarious. And I saw. I saw. It was, it was, it's really clever. It was them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really hope that they they figure out a way to um, get paid get paid and, and take the momentum from from uh the conversations that are happening around um how they left the other pod and they figure out a way to to monetize and um do something new yeah man's uh man's wanted to be a hero in every situation and it just doesn't work like that yeah you you cannot be the hero in everything and um it, it's just because that be all the links pop up on the timeline now because that was just the topic of conversation what two weeks ago mm-hmm. And I was able to see some of it, and I'm just like, eh. I'm so, I don't feel bad for nobody in this shit. Nope. Yeah. But uh, again, shout outs to Tori Ma. I hope, no, I hope I that they figure out the next situation. It. I wish them all the best. Um, but you gotta, you know, you lay in bed with something, and whatever comes from that relationship, you gotta live with. Boom. Uh, mm, door openers in Niger. Oh yes, we're going going to the continent. Back to the continent. Um, have you seen the videos? Dog, I have. So I think it started with a senator. I think or was it a governor? Where um, his car pulled up, right? Mm-hmm. Another car pulls up, and the other car. Somebody comes out to open the door for somebody in the front seat, and the person in the front seat then opens the door for. The politician mm-hmm. to, to step in to the building and everyone was just like wait why does the door opener need a door opener and I think that's ninja does, doesn't make any sense at all that's ninja it doesn't make any sense at all and the door opener is not security no it's not like okay this is security open the door the door opener is somebody just that's a passenger yes mm-hmm. like man is not doesn't look well versed in defending himself or anybody else. 
doesn't have a weapon on him. Yeah. So, so I, it's just. I, I think in the past you've heard me uh, refer to Nigeria. As, you know, you've watched Stranger Things. I've always described Nigeria as the upside down. Hundred mm. percent. Um, that's just what it is. Nigeria is one of those places where things that should make sense don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yes. They don't do. Uh, when I saw the the footage of the door openers in Nigeria, mm-hmm. um, I already knew before I even knew what was happening. I already knew that it started off too calm to not end in bullshit, <laughs> right? So when it ended, but that's I said, okay, yes. This is what this, this is, is the Nigeria now. Um, and very quickly, this is the Nigeria now. Oh, yeah, trans Ghanaians, hala, gang, um, Kenke Warriors, Banku, Banku Boys, hey, know the vibes. Um, shout out to my Botangs, the Mensas. Um, <laughs> we need one with Watch A, the Watch A winners, Watch A Warriors, Watch A Warriors, better, Watch A Warriors. Um, yeah, very quickly, people made parody videos. I saw uh, um, the guy that runs Extreme. It's one of those Nigerian labels. Uh, he made a video where basically seven different <laughs> seven different cars long, yeah. and every time somebody got out the car, they would just open up the door for the guy in the back seat, but the and then the guy in the back seat would open up the door for the next part, car in the front seat. My favorite part is that the person they opened the door for is like considered to have a higher status than that person so when you open the door for the person the person is upset <laughs> like you got to greet them that you, the person you open the door for is like and it's like oh sorry son, yes, son. Like, yes. I, I should have opened your door soon, yeah. so you could go open the other person oh my god the, like the, bro the, the do, do you know who I am in the, Ninja do you know who I'm me friend <laughs> door open oh my gosh but that was funny it really represents Ninja um, yeah, man. What else is happening in Nigeria? And NYSE being repealed, possibly. Um, I, that's the story, right? What do you What do you think of that? Because NYSE, I I enjoy the. Well, again, this is a Nigerian guy that lives in America, so my two cents don't matter. I just want you guys to know that it's just how we feel. I enjoy the fact that people get to go around the country, right, and experience parts of Nigeria. But I personally think. They should be getting paid if they choose to one and it should not be mandatory to get a job i agree that's how i see it because i know a lot of people that have learned languages have new respect for other cultures um you know loved some other part of the country because they were able to take advantage of nysc mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that i would say is important because, you know, Nigeria is this country that was put together, you know, by thread and needle and stitched to become one. So everyone stays in the little corner. Everybody has their tribe. They rep and that's it. So if we get to, like, scatter people around, maybe understand each other a little bit more, it might lead to a quote unquote brighter future. But I don't think it should be mandatory. Personally, my opinion um, is that the NYC should be optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it should be rebranded. I think it should be repurposed to make sure that, um, like the, institu- the institutions that are that are accepting the corpus, mm-hmm. um, 
commit to paying people a uh, adequate wage because yes. from what I understand they're only getting paid what 33k a month something That's, something super so when crazy I say getting paid I, I don't mean that like that 300 a month that is, is not even? money no not even like it's 100 dollars that is not yeah. money I'm sorry so I know you'd be like oh they're getting paid you no that's not money what is that doing for anybody in Ninja like what exactly are you doing with that whatever they're getting paid they need more um the amount of money governors are getting paid in Ninja the fact that it's a lifetime gig when it comes to pay, they shouldn't be getting as much while in office. Like, it, it, it should not be that deep. Mm. But um, NYC should, uh, they should pay people. Unless I pe- pay people, like, whatever you, whatever the pay is now is chump change. Yeah, they need, the government needs to invest more in education, healthcare, et cetera. The youth especially, yeah, you know, just, yeah. it just, it just, it creates... The, I just feel like society as a whole starts with, you know, that generation where the, this is the future of the workforce, this is the future of the invest, this is the future investors, this is the future, whatever it is you want to, you know, paint the society as whatever it's about to become. So I do think a lot more should be given into NYSC. I think more people would do it and not like try to pay their way out of it. Or even just not involve themselves in it. So, because I don't see anyone looking forward to NYSC. Yeah, they just need to. Re, they just they, they need to rebrand. Not even necessarily. Well, rebrand, yes, but also like re just re. Over, it needs an overhaul. It needs to be, be completely. So another thing that should be ended outside of SARS. Not necessarily ended because at the end of the day, you think about all the people that you know that live in Lagos, live live in Port Harcourt, but have never been able to leave those states or never mm-hmm. been able to travel to states that are less advertised like we know that there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in northern nigeria right now yes. but a lot of people that i know have done that have been placed in some of these northern states had nothing but amazing things to say yes. about the culture and, yes. and the exchange there they right? love they love their town there yeah so i mean we can always talk about the dangers of, of places and we're not we're not discounting that but the 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 people that i know that have uh developed um empathy and awareness about other cultures in Nigeria have done so because of programs like NYSE, like 100%. being able to go to, you know, um, Borno and uh, Nasarawa and Yobe and all, all these different areas that otherwise none of us would be aware of, right? Um, no, definitely. Well, like, why would you go there on the usual? Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. So you know, it's just one of those one of those things. It's just people need to be paid. And they're well. beautiful people, great cultures, food. You know, hundred percent. It's just people just need to be paid. They need to be protected. So security is important. Huge. And then, um, you know, that's really it. Yeah, definitely agree with you on that. Um, cool. What else? Jewelry forfeited by Diziani worth fourteen point <laughs> four billion naira. The gift that keeps on giving, I mean. Dog. So what, 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 just, what do you think that, that 14.4 million is going to, a billion is going to do? So according to the EFCC chairman, Mr. Abdul Rashid Bawa, he's your uncle. Big um, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said jewelry forfeited from the former minister has been valued by relevant government agencies and the estimated value of the jewelry is 14.4 billion. Now how much do you think it really is? It's probably double that. Let's see how much is fourteen billion. That's called wild. It's small. I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen to her because again, this Nigeria. Isn't she like in a country where she is can't where she can't be touched? Uh, I feel like she made it out. Dog, that's thirty four milli. 
Light dollars. Change. Light change. $34 million. I wouldn't be surprised if it's double that. She <laughs> she just was able to, you know, hide it. But I mean, that, I mean, that was impressive. For her to just, uh, you know. She really cashed out. And she, I know she's not the one that cashed out, but she really cashed out. Like, that's insanely. I just don't. This is what I'm saying. I don't. I just don't, don't understand, bro. I just don't understand. You work. You're in a you're in a public sector. <laughs> That's where she's at now. She's in Dominica. Yeah, she's a citizen, supposedly. Oh she my can goodness, be, can be touched, bruh. And I know we always make fun of intertribal uh, stereotypes and so forth, but dog, if you're in a position of you're a public official and you're smuggling, you're embezzling funds. Mm-hmm. And you're the same type of person that's like, oh, you know, uh, we're trying to push Nigeria to be better, et cetera, et cetera. Why would you steal money? Why would you steal that amount of money and not try to like use it like Peter Pan it and try to like actually help the local governments and help fix roads or, you know what I mean? If you're going to, if you're going to steal money, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the person to get caught stealing money. That's like, I actually try to use 90% of the funds to fix Nigeria. That is the thing that pisses me off the most. I understand if the entire system is rigged, mm-hmm. but if you're in the system and you're able to, to, to move that much money outside of what you're, you are put in position to do, if you're not using that to sit, to fix the system or the, the, you know, the inadequacies of the system from right. the, in, from the inside or the outside in, then I have no respect for you. I hear you. Because if it's fixed, then they can no longer steal. So, yeah, either fix it, works. fix it the right way, or fix it the other way. But fix it, and nobody's fixing shit, not and that's my soul. problem. Not a soul, V. So that, that's um, why when things like this happen, when the money's found or jewelry is found with no cash or anything around, um, I what's the point? What are we really doing with it? I hope they lock her ass up. Um, they're probably not gonna, but Anna. I hope they do. Lock. I hope they do. I mean, go to Dominica and find her. Boom. Um, the NNPC has announced that they are going to acquire 20% stake in Dangote's refinery after Dangote commits to moving 60% of his wealth to the US. They should find that bitch that was dating Dangote. They had him in the boxes and try see if we could get some account information. Shout out to that babe. Where was she from? Atlanta, dude. Clubhouse Queen. Remember that time? The madness it was? The madness. One homegirl one homegirl came through like, yo, it's me and Dangoteo. It's just us. We've been jonesing. Oh man. Well, I hope they can, because obviously Dangote makes so much money off the country. Um, I hope they can get something back from it. But I just don't know what the what they would do with the money, because there's no history of any good decisions being made with the money. Mm. At least we know Dangote was using it on some fine babes. You know, at least good vibes are being collected. Yo, I don't know. Yo, when I they were opening, when they were opening his yash, bro, literally. Oh, uh, I was collecting breeze. Man, man, man. Look at look at this. Oh wow! Look who it's from. Wow, she's enjoying life. So guys, my uh, sister's Shout in a different state, chopping life, sending me pictures of the food. Shout out to Big Lex. <laughs> Big Lex, chopping life. Chopping life, B, in a racist city. She's a legend. Leave her, I, take her, I bet she should leave me alone. She's going to ask me to send her money if I reply. 
That's another Nigerian. Tell her to hit up Dangote because right. he's moving his wealth to New York. Fam, money's coming. So Dangote talked to Bloomberg and he goes, I'm opening a family office in New York City to invest 60% of my assets in the United States over the next few years to protect wow. to protect my family wealth in the long term. Dangote. Why, 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 why are you shaking suddenly? Dangote, you that have contributed to the instability of Nigeria. Instead of you to it's fix Nigeria. Time. It's time to stabilize America. Oh, instead of you to stabilize your own country, now you realize, ah, we have gone too far. You are not trying to to just move everything you can out of the country. Hey. <laughs> this is why I look at Nigerians and I go, you guys do not think long term. Instead of you to fix your home country so you don't have to scramble when everything goes to shit. Dangote, 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 still they hide money. Do me a favor, please. <laughs> Get out of here. That man is still hiding Get out bread. Of here, man. Shit, I'm saying. So after he made that decision, the NNPC chief, uh, CEO, uh, Mustafa Yakubu, Boss wants 20%. Boom. He goes... He wants manager money. Uh Uh-huh. I can tell you today that we are seeking to have a 20% minority stake in Dangote Refinery as part of our collaboration. And you know that uh, there's a huge quantity of crude oil in that refinery. Hmm. Uh, That's 650,000 barrels going into a single crude distillation unit. So they are trying to... Dog, oil is literally about to be worth nothing because everybody's moving They better sell it now. I mean, they're trying to. Better sell it now because electricity... Fam. That's why they're trying to acquire acquire 20%. Fam, put it like this, man. (laughs) As soon as man said that shit... Dangote called this orgaz, orgaz, orgaz. Like, uh, who, who is this? Who is this? What, what is he talking about? Like, D- yeah. <laughs> I had to. No, no. Basically, the, when you said who is this, I had to. No, that's funny because he's moving his money to Yankee, so it makes sense. Uh, Your country, bro. Look, you keep saying it's my country, but. Well, you know I'm Ghanaian. <laughs> By it's vibes and marriage. Vibes and inshallah. <laughs> shout out to, to the vibes and inshallah crew on Clubhouse. Um, so did you hear about Kaduna? Um, Splitting. Yes, I heard that the two. northern and southern Kaduna are trying to do their thing. Right, try to have a safe haven for, I guess, the Christians and the... The Muslims and uh, yeah, well, I feel histor- like there's one more group I'm missing. Historically, they've uh, they've always fought, right? So, um, from what I understand, uh, why why does Nigeria just like to carry mata on their head like this? Well, so from not what, money making mata, but just mata to fight about. As long as we've been alive and, and, and have known what's going on in the North, like we both have family that live in the North, right? Mm-hmm. So historically, what I understand is in Southern Kaduna is where most of the Christians live, right? Mm-hmm. Historically, they lived in harmony with the Hausa and the Fulanis who dominate yes, Northern yes. Kaduna. But in the least, in the last I would say at least the last 20, 25 years, there has been instances where the Northern Kadunians and the Southern Kadunians, I just made that up. I don't know if they call themselves Kadunians. I was about to say, that sounds very Awakadunians. Posh. Awakadunians. Posh Kadunians. Kadunians. Oh, yes, I'm Southern Kadunian. Right. Uh, that's that. I honestly, if I lived there, I would definitely, oh, yeah, uh, what are you? I'm Kadunian. That just sounds like there's just like 
well-starched outfits coming <laughs> in front of you. Kadunian. Oh, 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 got it. You're from, you're from where? Adamawa? Mm. No, I'm from Kaduna. I'm Kadunian. Pasteurized goat's milk. Yeah, absolutely, it's, yeah. It's coffee. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't have issues with uh, herding. We, all our herding is done uh, with technology. Yes. We have blockchain herding. <laughs> <laughs> Cow coin. Have you heard of our crypto? It's called uh, it's Malu. <laughs> search go to Coinbase and search M A L O accent on the second O Malu. 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 How many Malus do you have? Which wallet do you store your Malu coin? Oh yeah, I uh I uh, traded uh four fourteen thousand Malus for a cow coin. Much higher than the Naira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know as as Kadunians. As Kadunians, we we've invested in stablecoin, uh, mm. but you know stablecoins in Nigeria are, are, are pretty much uh not stable at all. So we decided to invest in uh the Malu. Yeah, Malu. We've diversified our investment. Um, yeah, it's it's a way better investment than the Naira. Yes, the theme song is made by Doja Cat. It's called Moo. <laughs> Doja, Doja Cat does a show in Kaduna. Oh my, yes. Oh my God. I have been. So like, I've been like a big fan of like cow coin. I mean, sorry, Malu. Um, so like, I've been like a big fan of what's happening in Nigeria. Mm. And um, I really support all the Kadunians. And I look forward to like watching them like be Kadunians. Yeah, um, I'll see you guys at the cow filet. It's close on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't know. You nope. don't know why it's going on. Cows for <laughs> would be hit, though. That would be. Because there's just too many cows there. They so, have to make something. Uh, okay, so th- what I'm understanding is the residents in southern and northern parts of Kaduna State... Mm-hmm. Uh, a few days ago agreed to split i don't know if, the, if i don't know if just because they agreed it's actually it's going to happen yet, yeah. but it's like they have they have been They're having the conversation the but i want you to know people to know do what the hell they want true but so. it's saying if it if it's the only thing they only agreed to split if it's the only thing that can guarantee peace mm-hmm. in that region which is i mean i get it it's not gonna happen but it's not it's, it's not peace but. and nigeria think about that <laughs> they think so again christians dominating the southern part the Hose and the Fulani dominate the northern part. Mm-hmm. I hope they can figure it out because, again, as long as we've been alive, there's been beef in that region. But it's stupid. People are fighting over the freedom to practice religion, and it's stupid. Makes no sense to me. If you're Speaking asking. of stupid, mm. uh, your man's postponed affirmation again. Your man's. That's your man's. Your man's. Shout out to everybody that, that didn't listen to us when we told you guys to. Uh, Keep your investments back then, before the panini, and during the panini. It's so painful, bro. I don't feel pain. And I don't feel bad for anyone that didn't listen to to us. We told you guys. I was going to Galavance in Puerto Rico, bro. Ah. We told you guys that Puerto Rico. I was going to Puerto Rico with a fake name. Dog, Puerto Rico was going through, uh, (laughs) what's it called? They were bankrupt. When Afro Nation was trying to do, we we're their gonna get stuff to Puerto there. Rico. Puerto Rico was gonna be taxing them boys. Bro. Was it Puerto Rico that was like, "You are not coming here"? Oh yeah, yeah, right was before it, them? it was them. Yeah, yeah, Puerto Rico was like, um, "Yeah, y'all could do what y'all want, but um, no gathering of over fifty people." <laughs> it was like, <laughs> "But yes, the one come though, and um, can't be out after ten. No beaches. <laughs> if you speak about you can't be here, Ibo, no house. If you've ever said we move." <laughs> We'll stop you at the airport. If you're a fan of vibes and inshallah, <laughs> please avoid. Uh, 
please avoid uh, Puerto Rico, San Juan, Bayamon, all of these places. Uh, please do not come here. If Thank people you. are dancing and you yell footwork, we will have it. But y'all could come though. Y'all could come. It's, it's chill here. If you're a fan of Plantanos, uh, please stay your ass at home. If Thank you. If you put the A in Plantain, where you pronounce it, I dare you. Your father, come here and see Pepe. If you are not Taino, coming here is a no go. <laughs> Oh man, Afro Nation has been postponed until 2022, and then um, 2022 will probably be postponed again. But shout out to everyone that, again, that continues to invest their money in things that are scams. Uh, so uh, if you don't get if you didn't get your refund last year and the year before, uh, no, bro, you're supporting the brand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're yeah. invested now. You're off the brand. Yeah, you, you own you, you own point. Oh yeah, you can't oh, say you can't say. say you bought a ticket anymore. You're actually an investor. I was about to say you own point zero zero seven percent. But then I remembered when um niggas was trying to roast Jay Z. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 you own the same amount as what Jay got in the nets. Small, 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 small job. But like Jeez. Jay said, at least I own something, right? But we're proud of all you people that haven't collected your money yet. So. Oh man, Timbo- now, that was I completely forgot about that. It just made me laugh before I could even get the joke out. Um, go ahead. Timbuktu Global trademark oh, wow. trademark in Yoruba. Another British news. Oh man, I saw, I saw this and I was like, "There's no way this is real," <laughs> because you know the we goal. man, we we talk about things and then things actually happen and then we're like, "Huh, huh?" We need an African type boondocks series <laughs> where it's just like you make the jokes and people are like, "That's dumb. It would never happen." And then voila, it has <laughs> happened. Like, what makes you, like, when do you wake up and go, yeah, that, that language and culture in West Africa, let's, let's have it. Like, have you, have you people not done enough? So basically, um, I got, I actually got an alert from, um, Culture Tree. It's a, it's a UK, um, African cultural, uh, hub. Yeah. They, they basically do like workshops and, and wellbeing events and, Mm -hmm. you know, for highlighting African culture. Uh, and they tweeted a few days last week. They basically tweeted uh, that Timbuktu Global, which is a retail company owned by two white mm-hmm. British people um, who have no affiliation whatsoever with the Yoruba language or the Yoruba ethnic group. Uh, they trademarked the word Yoruba and are opposing anyone else from using it. They go on to say, they said, many of you might know we have a program where we teach children Yoruba language called Yoruba Stars. We also run a parent and toddler play group called Yoruba Stars. Late last year, I decided to trademark the name Yoruba Stars as it has become quite popular, especially amongst our young students ranging from the ages of 18 months to 13 years old, mm-hmm. who all call themselves Yoruba Stars. <clears throat> I noticed that there was a company called Timbuktu Limited based in Lancashire. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Lancashire. Lancaster. Uh who had registered the word Yoruba. I thought it was really strange that a company would be allowed to trademark the word Yoruba, a tribe and language of millions of people. I did some research on Timbuktu and found that they were an outerwear clothing retailer owned by two white British people from the north of England. They even claim on their website uh, that to many, Timbuktu is a fictional location, which literally means the middle of nowhere, a location that has intrigued mankind for centuries. The last time I checked, Timbuktu is a city in Mali, Africa. 
I went ahead and registered my trademark of Yoruba stars. She called me Borda. I, I called call her Sista too. I, w- <laughs> I went ahead and tr- registered my trademark of Yoruba stars as I was sure there wouldn't be an issue. A few months later, I received an email from the IPO that Timbuktu had opposed me registering the trademark and, and don't want me to have anything to do with Yoruba at all. And were in fact opposing anyone from using or registering any brands with the name Yoruba under the classes they have it registered on. Bearing in mind, this company does not offer any services, products, or have anything to do with Yoruba at all. Since then, I've exchanged a few correspondences with their legal representative. I have also sought legal counsel after Timbuktu made a proposition to sell their trademark of the word Yoruba to me. Ah, sounds very similar to when we talked about the people that trademarked Afrobeats. Huh. Anyways, hmm. I refused their offer and told them they won't be getting any free money from Shout me. Shout outs to them. Shout outs to them. Culture tree. Um, if they value it so much, why do they want to sell it? They now have made a formal opposition and I have until the middle of July to file a notice of defense before it goes to tribunal. Before it goes to tribunal. I feel this is the height of cultural appropriation and I've informed Timbuktu that I intend to make this case public. I told them do not think Africans or the global media a global media for that matter would take kindly to a company with roots in the north of England by white British men attempting to claim sole ownership of a birthright belonging to people of another continent. I need the African community as a whole to help retweet and share this. Let's all call out Timbuktu on this daylight robbery. Today it's Yoruba, tomorrow it could be Igbo or Swahili or even the word Africa. I intend to fight this with everything in me, but I need our community to rise up and support. Timbuktu should not and will not have the ownership of our birthright. And then they shared the evidence of the re- registration on the uh, UK IPO um, website, yes. which showed that they had this white people, <laughs> these um, <laughs> these people have registered this shit since 2015. Disgusting. Yikes. Um, they started block uh, Timbuktu in return, started blocking people and deleting comments on their Instagram. <laughs> Culture was like, I see you are blocking people and deleting comments. You cannot block millions of people. We are a tribe. Yoruba is not for sale. And that's how the hashtag Yoruba is not for sale um, uh, went viral. It actually did go viral. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. It did. Thankfully. Um, yeah. And shout out to Faraha Asani, another homie friend of the show. Um, she She's someone that's, she's a researcher and a doctor that has been very vocal about uh, cultural topics happening on the continent. She responded by saying, um, by expanding on the culture culture tree um, narrative, and said the Timbuktu global people have a page on their website um, that highlights sustainability, saying that we take sustainability serious and we fully commit ourselves to creating products that cause as little impact on the environment as possible. <laughs> she goes, but what about the ethics of trademarking a Nigerian word? Uh, that's not. That's not. That's not one of the focuses. They say Timbuktu literally means the middle of nowhere, a location that has intrigued mankind for centuries, whether it's to discover something new or it's simply escape the everyday. Literally. Timbuktu is literally a city in Mali. Good God, this is very, very, very bad. <laughs> they have no understanding of history or culture. None at all. This is actually, it's actually really embarrassing. They also stole their logo. The Timbuktu people stole their logo from the snowboarding uh, outerwear group element, which yes. they probably get sued for. A too. bunch of thieves. Yeah, so they're wild. A bunch of thieves. By the time they are finished, they'll be working in my McDonald's. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm equating them to the white settler colonists, colonialists, same thing. Um, 
speaking of um, uh, things that are making people erupt, uh, <laughs> in the Congo, there That's recently was wild. It is, but I mean, you know, segue, right? Uh, love to the people in Congo who yes. have been experiencing one of the well, I think the most important nation in the world. Really? I think so. When have I ever seen you wear snakeskin? No, I'm just not cool enough to rep it. Do you own pointy shoes? But um, the phones we have to the history of what Belgium has done. Oh, yeah. To, like, it's a very, very important co- country, obviously divided in two now. Um, but that country is very important to just our survival. Whether, you know, all the natural resources that country has, mm. just seated, um, you know, in Central Africa. It's it's insane what they go through and what they continue to go through. The kids, the child soldiers, to digging through these mines. It's the genocide that has happened in you know within the country. So oh, it's still going on. Um, I just think Congo is very important. It doesn't get talked about much, obviously, because once it does, then we start seeing what these businesses are doing in the mm. country. Um, yeah, it's so, sad. It's sad what they go through. So to those that aren't aware, um, a volcano erupted near Goma in the Democratic Republic of Congo, killing at least DRC. 20 people. The DRC. Killing at least 20 people and covering hundreds of homes with lava. Up to 170 children are missing. One woman lost her sick husband, who she was unable to help escape. Mm-hmm. She said, I ran away and he got buried and burned inside. I don't know what to do. Um, hundreds of people in the DRC slept in the street after the eruption of the volcano, which destroyed their homes. Niaragongo's eruption wrecked at least 17 villages near Goma and forced 30,000 people to flee. One woman who lost her parents while fleeing says, everything we had is gone. This is really, really sad. Um, the Pope tweeted uh, support to them and um, asked for people to pray for the populations of the city of Goma forced to flee during the eruption of the great volcano mount near near gongo um there's been a lot of uh, awareness there were 92 earthquakes and tremors recorded in the past 24 hours around the mountain in the drc a government official says 400,000 people in drc need emergency help after fleeing the volcano says the un Ooh. It's insane. It is very it's nuts. Insane. I'm it's looking sad, at pictures, bro. So sad. Sad what's going on there, man. For real. It said its proximity to Congo's Lake Kivu could create, uh, could cause a deadly uh, eruption. An, um, another eruption. Second volcano erupts near DRC's Goma City. Yikes. So this is actually, this, so there's been two eruptions since mm-hmm. the first. Oh, man. Sad. That's really, really sad, man. So the first one erupted on May 22nd, and then the the second one erupted uh, on the 29th. So a full week after. Man. Well, prayers up for Congo, man. They're going through it for sure. They're definitely going through it. Um... Yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about the the um, the birth capital MD that was arrested over the two billion dollar naira fraud, but I mean that's something that we could we could have talked about with Desiani. Um, yeah, the <laughs> the fraud section. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we could shout out um, before we speak on Namibia. We could shout out 
Burn on Wizards News. Burn, burn, burn. Burn a boy is going on tour. Yes, the burner's going on tour. I think he's hitting um one U is it one US city? It says uh Let's see, let's see. Let's see. Let me get you the dates. Let's let's talk to the plug. The plug. Let's look the at the plug. Let's look at the plug. Alright, so I got cities here. Mm-hmm. I have the London space, the Space Drift Arena Tour. Yes, London, Los Angeles, Paris, and Amsterdam. Amsterdam. So London is August twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles is October eighth. Mm-hmm. Paris is November tenth. Amsterdam is November fifteenth. And I think he's probably going to drop more music before oh, that. More music and I, more music, and I'm not going to be surprised if more dates are announced. Yes, and I don't like how he's treating New York. I don't like that. Why are we the stepchild? <laughs> Why are you doing this, Ref? I know, I know, we're full of hard-headed people in New York, but be kind. I mean, be kind. It doesn't mean that. Bernie has <laughs> performed in New York what three, four times? A few times, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think more than five. Uh, the free concert. I mean, I'm sure. No, he's performed. He's performed. Um, he's performed more times than that, but official, like actual tour dates. Uh, I don't think he's done more than. You think more than five times? Mm. Less than ten, definitely. Definitely less than ten. I'm not sure about the five, but definitely less than ten. No, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if more more dates are announced. Shout outs to, okay. to their agents, but and the tour, the tour people them. We should call Duke. The Duke. <laughs> yeah, you know now. Shout I out can't to Duke. Anything now. That's literally Duke. Yeah. Oh, you know, you guys are getting too much money. So if you want to talk about doing more dates, uh, you just you hand us, us the check. Just you, you know, just if write the check. If you want to perform in New York, pay the Look, money. If you want us to perform at Madison Square Garden, just you know where to send right. the check. We right. make it happen. You know. Definitely gonna hit us with that. We are gonna leave the conversation <laughs> like, what did we sign up for? He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. So Tunde and Bawa want to bring Bonaboy to New right. York. Right. Just like that. Now mm. we look for loans <laughs> PPP <laughs> right <laughs> kilo me kilo me kilo fam. me kilo fam kilo I, me by kilo me kilo me how much <laughs> what from kilometer called kilo me sure for that case we, we should bring shinobita and true i mean he, i mean we might as well that would be the surprise guest that's the opening act <laughs> shinobita <laughs> Hey, you're imagine the beginning of it. I was like, oh, we're on the same time. Oh my goodness. Uh, the difference oh, is clear. Oh man. Um, but no, no, yeah, he announced his tour dates. I'm hoping for something in the East Coast. Mm. Obviously, New York would be mm. nice. We're not going to yeah, I'll just put New York before I come shit on anybody else's city or state. Mm. Um and then Burner and Wiz are nominated for BT Awards. Yep. It's so dope because now this is just the norm now, right? Like mm-hmm. you put in work, you're getting the attention from this country and that country. Obviously UK was steps ahead of the US in just adopting these sounds. Mm-hmm. Um so dope very happy for the both of them i'm hoping i'm still hoping and praying uh wiz gets that grammy nod for this year um we'll see that's the hope yeah. you know i think that there's a lot of time for uh since well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of time for uh for things to other music other body of work to be dropped yeah for sure we'll there's see. time you don't need no other body <laughs> Shout out to Thames. I feel like Thames is going to drop some 
fire. I can't speak about I know, that. I'm not going to ask you, but <laughs> the signs, my plugs, my people, they're speaking. We I don't need very, no other. I feel like Tom's got heat yeah. coming with like celeb, celeb features, but we shall see. That is not a lie. We shall see. This is again, this is without speaking to you. Wallahi, we have not spoken about it at all. It's true. Uh, did you see the other international acts that were nominated by BT? No, I have not. So Aya Nakamura was nominated in France. Shout out to oh, all yes. my French. Big, big, big up. Yeah. Burner Boy, obviously, Nigeria. Diamond Platinum's from Tanzania. Yes. Emicida from Brazil. Hedy One from the UK. Wizkid, obviously, from Nigeria. Young T and Bugsy from the UK. And Yusufa from France. Okay. So, it's a pretty, Congrats, uh, pretty illustrious list. Shout out to pretty illustrious list. And may the best shout out to BT being in tuned. May the best artist win. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is our agenda? We covered a lot of shit today. Yeah, we're gonna speak on the reparations segments. Yeah. So uh, basically, um, U.S. Congress has advanced a, a slavery reparations bill. Um, it's called HR 40. So, and you know, whoever is listening that wants to do research on this, it's a bill that's currently in Congress called the HR 40 bill. Um, it's been obviously heavily endorsed by Democrats, but it's facing opposition from the Republicans because America, um, it needs to be amended before it's reintroduced and uh, reintroduced to be passed by the house. And then once that happens, then it has to go through the process of being passed by the Senate, which is controlled by Republicans. So um, there is speculation that it's going to face a lot of difficulty trying to get passed with everything else that has not been passed. That's like a no-brainer. Like the, the Republicans blocked a bill to investigate what happened with the ca- with the Capitol riots Shocker. this past week. So if, if, if that, which is unimaginable that they would block that because duh, um, it's, it's, it won't be a surprise if uh, things don't go the way that common sense would uh expect them to in this case but bill hr 40 um there's also um, a city you, are you excited for for that do you do you see something i mean look tangible even though even though we are not descendants right of of slavery i do sympathize and empathize with families um that have been directly impacted by uh the transatlantic slave uh slave trade um, and not to say that we, as West Africans, weren't affected by the transatlantic slave trade because, I mean, our ancestors moved around and, you know, we can only imagine how different our families would have turned out if the slave trade never happened, right? Just because we weren't put on a ship and sent over no, doesn't mean that our families weren't affected back home, right? No, they definitely were. So just, um, it'd be dope. It'd be dope to see people here, their, you know, their family were directly affected by, by the slave trade get paid or just get some kind of compensation i'm not sure what would happen i just don't think the system wants a black man to win anyway mm. so i feel like the the, the number is going to be a slap in the face mm-hmm. and then it's going to be on some hey we we did what y'all wanted you know mm. so i'm not overly excited but um i don't know if it'll happen i don't know if it'll happen i would love for it to happen i would love for it to be a good amount of money where people can maybe invest in property, invest in their business, you know, start something that could be passed down to the next generation and we start breaking this generational curses and get some wealth involved. But we shall see. Boom. Facts. Uh, is there anything you're watching on TV lately? 
Um, I'm catching up on Invincible. Okay, what's Invincible about? Uh, Invincible is uh, it's animation. It's about this kid who has a superpower, pops it from a different planet, and just how that works with living on Earth and still having allegiance in another planet. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's interesting. I don't want to mess it up for nobody still. You know, trying to get involved with it, but it's it's really cool. I definitely need to watch that. I haven't, I wasn't able to find a way to watch it when I was overseas. Yes. So yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, by the way. Perfect. I'll watch that. Uh, if not tonight, tomorrow, I'll start watching it anyway. And I've been watching my Knicks lose in the playoffs, but we'll, we won't touch that on that. Too. The Knicks have been losing. I thought they were doing well. Yeah, I did down three one. Yikes. Okay, so they won the last game. They won one and lost three. So Got it. So one more loss and. We're, we're we're on our way home. <laughs> uh, what have I been watching? Uh, Mayor of Easttown, who I think I talked about that last time. I think did I? No, I don't think I talked about it last time. But I started watching the show Mayor of Easttown. No, you. Um, uh, shout outs to my South African uh, plug that put me on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 real though. It's basically about. Um, this woman, she is a cop. She experiences mm-hmm. loss. Uh, her eldest son commits suicide. I'm not going to ruin the whole thing, but basically she's a cop that is dealing with her own struggles and mental health issues and her relationships in the community, et cetera, et cetera. There's a bunch, there's active cases that, that are happening as the season, as the series starts. And over the course of the season, you start to see how everything is interconnected and how because the community is so small, like the people you least expect are the people that are actually involved with things, things like that. You know, people, people get sick, people die. uh, People get it. People are addicted to to drugs. People are, uh, um, have mental health issues. Um, it's very, very, very dark, Mm. but there are some elements of, of comedy in there, but it's, it's very, it's a dark drama, Okay, but I definitely recommend if anybody is interested in in shows like the wire or, um, uh, you know, police procedurals mm-hmm. that are like that get in you know heavily invested in emotional stuff mayor of east town is definitely something to watch um i forgot what network it's on because i didn't watch i obviously wasn't in the states when i watched it uh i want to say hbo it's hbo boom uh cool so that's one i also started watching this documentary called high on the hog on netflix and that is really dope it basically um examines the relationship between african-american cuisine Mm -hmm. and africa like it's how it made its journey from the continent through slavery etc to you know um South Carolina and Louisiana and other like how slavery basically allowed the culture that left the continent to survive and expand. I learned that there were black people that were masters of oyster shucking in New York during the time of slavery. I learned that uh, West Africans basically brought um, what, you know, Rice has always been a staple for people in West Africa, but basically when the slavery, when the transatlantic slave trade was happening, they brought that expertise to the States and actually had uh, one of the most successful rice uh, hegemonies in the world. Like so much so that um, the African grain of rice was actually in demand by Asian countries during slavery. We would have never learned that. We never never learned in the book, but it's in this documentary. So basically... 
This new documentary series is inspired by Jessica B. Harris's book. Um, it's a history lesson, gorgeously filmed, and an eye-opening exploration of the way African-American cooking has beautifully shaped the culinary landscape. If you love food, this is essential viewing. It starts in Africa, opening the scenes um, with a joyous celebration of music and movement and community in the West African nation of Benin. Uh, Stephen Satterfield, sommelier turned food writer, introduces uh, viewers to a place that was once the hub for the slave trade. It's his ancestral home, and walking the crowded streets, his voiceover commentary confides that he feels a strong connection. He says, it's like coming home to a place I've never been. Um, he's fortunate to have uh, Dr. Harris, the woman, the book, the woman wrote a book that inspired the series. So he has the doctor participate um, by basically walking around Benin with, with him during the trip. He calls her Dr. J. She acts as a translator because obviously they speak French in Benin. She's a tastemaker, strong show to lean on. Um, Dr. Harris, the writer um, who inspired the series, began her career as a travel writer for Essence Magazine. Um, she knows so much about the history of foods in Africa and how they've made their journey to the new world. So I really learned so much. Each episode is about an hour long. Cool. Um, they eat a lot of food. They are calling things exactly what we call them back home. Gotcha. So that's I mean, good. You know, because the foods are Yoruba and Fon and all the things. I mean, they're talking about, you know, Egusi and Ewedu and Ata this. And you're like, oh, I know what that means. Um, Ata Rado. Well, you know, uh, being in Nigeria, we don't really address our cousins that live in Benin. We don't really address anybody Which is outside an of Nigeria. Absolute shame. Because you know, it's just a language barrier. That's all it that's is. That's it. We, I mean, we mean, speak the same core language, but the colonizers were different. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we know more about the Ghanaian culture than we do about the Benin culture. Yeah, the average Nigerian, anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hide the hog is definitely required viewing for anyone. Anyone that's ever. Um, been curious about the relationship between red rice in the south and gumbo and jambalaya and and those sorts of things it's 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 awesome excuse me i loved it um yeah oh i also learned that uh an african dude invented mac and cheese as we know it <laughs> he basically made a special he went to his culinary th I don't remember the dude's name oh actually that's not true I do remember the dude's name so you remember how Sally Hemming was Thomas Jefferson's like concubine and he had like six kids with her yes and then tried to deny it um, Sally Hemming's brother was Thomas Jefferson's chef uh. yeah so basically Thomas Jefferson when he was like an ambassador to France he brought I want to say his name was John he brought uh the Hemings to France so he could train that person to be a world-class right. chef. Basically, free labor, right? So I'm going to train you in France. I'm going to spend my bread to train you, and then I'm going to bring you back to America so yeah, you can cook for me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So he did that. That dude ends up inventing, uh, like, mac and cheese as we know it, so much so that everybody in Monticello where uh, um, Thomas Jefferson lived, the plantation that his family basically lived on and employed hundreds of uh slaves employed yeah sorry employed no they were slaves they weren't employed um because they not used but yeah, yeah. say that a lot and i was like yeah employed. no no there was no there was no employment they were right. these niggas were slaves right. uh they would throw parties on the plantation and like he was famous for having like the best food mm. same thing with george washington george Washington. i mean they had slaves george washington i believe had a slave named hercules 
who actually when I guess when George Washington died or whatever it was, he like moved to New York and like continued his life as a chef and ended up dying in New York from tuberculosis. Oh wow. Very sad. Um Yeah, man, unsung heroes. Unsung heroes of uh of the old world when it came to it's just so crazy because it's like some stories you're like, oh, nobody talks about it. And then there are other stories where they, it was hidden. Like, they, they don't want you to know about it. So that's very interesting. I'll, you know, I'm a big food person. Yeah. So I'll check that out. Yeah, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Hide the Hog. High on the Hog. On High on the Hog. High on the Hog. Gotcha. So we got Invincible from Amazon Prime. Uh, the New York Knicks winning and losing. Mayor of Easttown on HBO. What else? Oh, uh, Sam J, the comedian, I love her. She is hilarious. I'm not sure. She is. Um, is the- she's a queer comedian. Okay. And she has a new show on HBO called Pause. There's a lot of people involved. It's like uh, oh, Zach Fox. I it's heard. um. I haven't ran into that yet. It's uh, knowledge making the music. There's a bunch of people that are involved with with. Uh, there's a bunch of people involved with. Uh, um, with Sam J series, so shout out to Sam J. That out. I've been all basketball for the last um, three weeks, so I haven't really seen much. But once this, this ends out, I'll, I'll definitely check that. And I also want to watch a was that a black lady sketch? Show? Black lady sketch show. Uh, yeah. What's There's his name? Robin Didi. It is a new season out, I think. So I gotta try to catch up on that. Mm-hmm. There's black a lot of good stuff out there, especially on HBO. I feel like. Um, uh, and then there's a comedian who has a show that everyone's comparing to Dave Chappelle. Who? Uh, fudge. Damn, it's a young guy. Oh, Z Way. No. It's not Z Way? No, 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 no. Damn, HBO. Damn, it's a young black guy. A young black guy? Yeah. Young black guy. Young black guy. It's a good word to describe. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's your man, young black guy. You know oh what I'm saying? We my out here. God, it's, uh, it's a young black guy. You know what I'm saying? My name, young black guy. I've been out, you know, I've been in the streets for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. doing my mm-hmm. thing. You know what I'm right. saying? Niggas be comparing me to Dave Chappelle and all that. Right. Young black guy. YBG. Just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just young black guy. Uh, YBG gang. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. Don't get, don't ever get twisted. Don't get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, out here. Don't. We're gonna put that in the. In the we're gonna put that on ice. We're gonna put that in the description. <laughs> uh, new black comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if it works. Damn, what's what young black comedians out here? Is it a stand-up? No, it's a sketch show. Sketch show. It's not the Upshaws on Netflix. No, no, this is on um, HBO Max. Oh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Black. <sighs> this is bothering my soul because I actually enjoyed his stand up. Michael Che? Is, is it Michael Che? Oh, yeah, Michael Che did have a, he did have a new stand up. Is it Michael yeah, Che? Yeah, it's probably Michael Che. Damn, I feel like it's not. Because that came out uh, less than, it's a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, no, but it's someone else's. That yeah. damn Michael Che. Oh, damn, I can't remember his name. Young, black, skinny dude, dark skin. Would you know his face? Yeah, if I see his face, I know his face. This is bothersome. I hate this. 
No, not him, not him. Dang. Damn. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. What the damn? You sure it's HBO? Yeah. I was told it's HBO Max. That's a login to the app. Login to the app, you. I figure it out now. But yeah, I've heard great things about it. And um, people whose two cents I trust have uh, compared it to Chappelle. Wow. You're watching The Nevers, you said, right? Uh-huh. You've seen The Nevers? No. Someone's telling me about that as well. But damn, where is this? Hmm. Hate it here. You found it? Nope. Yeah, we're just going to put it in the description. I'm going to text it to you. Boom, perfect. So do that. All right, so I guess we could run into songs. Song of the week. So, my song of the week is from two Nigerians that have revolutionized. Mm. (laughs) Revolutionized the way that you consume African pop music. On one hand, the producer, SARS, is uh, you know, oh, know he's he's been in, he's been involved in in waves for from we talk about the time of the grin mommy me daddy me man sars has been in the game for long enough where he's he can claim a few waves he can claim he can claim being involved in and and pushing a few waves he's definitely a veteran so sars is working closely with this newer artist from nigeria named loje and um Loje is extremely talented vocalist and ta- very talented R&B artist. Okay. They have a new record out called Tonongo. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's basically a song about being. It's an experience in the strip club turned into a song. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. On um, a Sunday. On a Sunday. So he, uh, you know, asking him, he said, Tonongo is about expressing the depth of emotion that lies beyond the surface. The single was inspired by the atmosphere of a strip club, moody and dark, a fitting ode to the dancer the song was written about. I enjoyed the duality of the song. It ended up making itself, and that's the beauty of it, the beauty of music. So, yeah, that's my song of the week. My song of the week is Tonongo by Slowjay and Sars. Champagne stripper, real gold dicker She need moolah, big back pillar Waist on wicked, life's grown thicker Oh my god One night lover, blood and fire Turn my balance to small boy dollar Pump pump cover my up plankata Oh Jesus, Jesus You win the ass chick ballando Put all your soul into it You make the thing go turn on go Tonongo, tonongo, tonongo Body like by an oropo The way you ride this fluid You make the thing go tonongo Tonongo, tonongo, tonongo She demand your love, oh no Kitty like a flamingo Come on to Do you live in Chalingo? 
want to let you go Tell her you to finito If you be my layer, will I be your hand solo? Better at the club and hesitate to judge Wine to the base, to the bottle of scotch Scramble my head and she do it on soft to girl Cause you got the qualities I need on lock Social center to fashion killer Jesus, Jesus You win the ass chick ballon Put all your soul into it You make a thing go tonongo Tonongo, tonongo, tonongo Body lepa and oropo The way you ride this fluid You make a thing go tonongo Tonongo, tonongo, tonongo That that was fire. That was a fire song. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to everybody involved. That's the stri- your strip club song on a Sunday. We have to be ashamed. I am I'm looking gonna go forward. Inspirational with my own. It's an old song, but it's inspirational. Your own is inspirational. It's inspirational. Looking forward to it. What's it about? It's from a West African artist mm-hmm. featuring an artist from the West Coast. <laughs> and it's inspirational. Inspirational. It is called Champion by Fireboy featuring Andy Smoke. West Coast Let's, West Africa. Let's go. You know that song. It's an older song. Some of y'all know it. If you don't already, I, I really enjoyed it. So here's Champion. I'm a Just 88 keys for mama to play a song and call my ADHD With this baby face fine, get yeah, them really hate me Get them belly eggs, love them waist deep Every occasion, I put money in safe keep Very impatient, be on time when you pay me Very evasive when they hating what they see Made me a nation, then they cry me as their king Bell rings and then my hands are raised MGM grand Mandalay Envy him now while my victory has just begun when you see me, just know you looking at a motherfucking champion. I'm the average boy from the average streets With an empty pocket and a bag of dreams 
Many things when eyes don't see Many tears when eyes don't bleed Through the rise and falls I made it to the top You not get anything when you want to I'm a king. I'm a legend. I'm a champion. I'm a man of a champion. Remember this. I'm a legend. I'm a Yep, and that was Champion by Fireboy DML. Uh, this came out last year actually, during during the Panini that we were in. But it's a really good song. It's inspirational. I think we don't get a lot of inspirational pop songs, I guess, from the continent. Yeah, indeed. So um, that it's was cool. That was impressive. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. D-Smoke. D-Smoke, I know some people say he sounds like Kendrick. But he's definitely doing his thing, and he's a dope-ass rapper on his own, right? He's also, like, a really, uh, inv- like, he's been invested in Nigeria for a minute. Oh, for real? I did not know that. I mean, he was in Nigeria. I did not know it was for, like, he's been on it. Like, Oh, yeah, he has been. He was on the continent. Gotcha. Uh, I don't remember who brought him there, but I remember, I mean, it was probably around the uh, time that they were trying to record that record. Dope. What else What else haven't we covered that we, we need to? I feel like we covered a lot. I think that was it. That was everything we wanted to cover. We covered a lot of stuff. And we did it under two hours, which is impressive. It's very impressive. We're getting better. We're getting better. Um, you guys a lot of time. So, yeah, we'll let you enjoy the rest of your... I don't know when this is dropping, but... Tomorrow. The, the rest of your Memorial Day. Week. Yeah, most people um, are not going to... Be gonna, safe. The weather is sucky here on the East Coast. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm but, looking at um, flights right now. Oh, say less. Oh, where, 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 where are we go? Where are we going tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow, LA? tonight, LA. Oh, tomorrow. Mm. You know what's crazy? No, let me stay in New York. <laughs> <laughs> On record, we are going to stay in New York. Do yes, not check our Instagrams. We're in New York City. Even look. if you do it, the location is gonna say New York City. That's my favorite thing to do. It's the best thing ever. You know, like you can be anywhere. Uh, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. New York. Yeah, I'm New York. That Brooklyn. looks like no. That's that. That's that's the Bronx. I know you see a sign that says Lecky, but don't this worry. Is it's the actually um, the Lincoln Park. Yep. <laughs> Lincoln. It's Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Phase two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, my people, it was a pleasure. Thank you all for listening. More episodes to come. We're, we're both in town for a little bit. Yeah, we're going to be here for, so we're for gonna, a minute. So we're going to record and post it. Thank y'all for supporting always. This is Noah How the Podcast. It's your boy Tune Day. Stay safe stay what else is that go outside but stay out the way because it's crazy out here and of course it's your boy bow hey thank you that's what we're waiting for you know what I'm saying enjoy your week be safe don't get boy pregnant don't do a drug that you don't get understand pregnant, bro. yo there's a nasty get shoot up the club yo, get them God. pregnant why my are you, brother. Why are you yo, like this not, you're not getting any younger son. why are you like this get them pregnant no pregnant start your nation <laughs> Look at, you try to, look at you trying to create Afro Nation Rival. Wow. wow. I am out.
peace. Oh. I, I didn't say that. You know who said that? Peace, love, and all that. 